everyone. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, all of the folly work was done by Lexi. All of the um, <laughs> Lexi. You know, all of Lexi took effects? over the company last week. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Also, yeah. they <laughs> did all of the sound effects. Very... Again, for legal reasons, because I feel like we need to specify this. Lexi didn't actually take over. Also, legal reasons, I did actually do all of the sound effects every explosion <laughs> oh, of the game. God. okay uh, <laughs> i'm the new so lawyer fees i'm not deal with that uh they he she eo i guess <laughs> I, don't I don't know what that means wait oh yeah wait. no okay okay i understand the joke now okay <laughs> you you didn't just get the joke? since you wrote it in chat i've been sitting here trying to understand the joke because i was like <laughs> i don't like, get it they he she <laughs> i was like are you trying to say like ian publishing but you like typoed the end like <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not um <laughs> that being said <laughs> what a foolish way to start this funny amazing uh show uh that being said my name is lexi otherwise known as black girl mage i will be your narrator today for to save the kingdom um i'm just gonna we're gonna bounce right into it i'm gonna toss it around to my amazing players um you know what drac why don't we start with you i can list many reasons why we shouldn't but we're going to hi i'm drac gorgeous clinics the funniest um the funniest reason god you put on the spot with the that's a lot of pressure let's go improv improv let's go i'm a dweeb i don't know I would just the vacation. The thing I'm working on. I'm sorry. Um, hi, I'm Jack. So <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> trying so hard to get you a character here. Hi, I'm Jack. Um, or You can find me on Twitter at Draconics. It's D R A K O N I Q U E S. Um, despite how much I self-deprecate, I'm pretty good at what I do. You can. I'm doing a bunch of teacher stuff. suffers writing, performing, product, producing. Or anything and everything else in between i'm doing or will be doing um but today i'm playing willow who uses he they pronouns just like i do and they are a azima draconist sorcerer using the collegiate culture i believe it is mm-hmm. um yes the collegiate culture and he is a very down-to-earth very humble um azima sorcerer um always out there for supporting the little man um yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Also, he's also Widow the Dragon Slayer. Um. Oh, lies. Um. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really don't know about that one. Uh, whatever Drax just said, maybe just ignore it. I don't know. That feels... <laughs> opposite day. Yeah, opposite that. Except for the part where you follow Drax on Twitter. That part mm-hmm. you should do. Um, but hello everyone, my name is Humna, I use any and all pronouns, and I am a TTRPG performer and producer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at hshahid underscore. Um, but today I will be playing Yusuf, who uses they, Ray pronouns, and Yusuf is our bird folk adept, uh, just, a, just a little guy with a, with a demon deity that they're trying to bring to this plane. It's fine, it's, it's very normal, I promise. Um, and that's me. Amazing. And Savannah. Oh, you're muted. I love you. Oh. You're muted. You're muted. I'm a much more fascinating person when you can hear me, I swear. <laughs> uh, so, yes, my name's Savannah Broadway. I run the uh, Gate 
Pest Gazette, the magazine for all things level up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at @purplegnomling without any. Uh, and not starring currently because she's sulking uh, is my conure Remy, uh, who you can follow at at Wreckit Remedem. Uh, I am playing Piers, uh, the uh, bimboy bard, uh, and uh, of the Eldrin culture, so he's all uh, fey touched. And uh, Remy will theoretically be starring as my sprite companion. And, I don't know, you can use whatever pronouns you want for uh, Piers. He's not a, a terribly picky individual. And Remy doesn't know what pronouns are, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, Remy is uh, Remy doesn't know what pronouns are, um, whereas uh, Thistledown is, is very aware and very angry. Very, very angry. <laughs> you can use whatever At you want. At the existence of pronouns, At which honestly, same. Yeah. Honestly, As- same. <laughs> Always cussing. Um, well, everyone's like very angry. Are you saying that Thistledown's pronoun is just angry? <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, angry and angry. Like, angry. <laughs> Truly. Um, yes. That being said, uh, if you are interested in the Level Up 5e system, um, this adventure path is currently live on Kickstarter, I believe. That is a still true statement. I, You know, I'm the CEOs legally not really but I am the CEO so uh, that statement is true because I say so um, it is using the level up advanced 5e mm. system this game will be played uh, essentially with this system the system is a deeper more flexible version of the 5e rule set which you already know and love if you love 5e but want a little more depth to the rule set this game is the one for you if you're familiar with 5e i feel like how many times can i say 5e in one one session we're gonna find out um if you're familiar with 5e the rules will be simple enough to pick up um and you could just you know jump in and play or you can actually go to www.a5e tools or a5e.tools one day i'll get it we're gonna we're gonna figure it out sooner or later uh if you, you were there, so you, close you were so, so close after the w's and everything um if you go to that website you'll be able to basically look up the rule set ahead of time um but as we said if you're you know 5e you are pretty much on the way to understanding what's going on here um we've got a recap incoming i believe uh, and that's gonna be all savannah if you're ready all right uh so our story starts on a blissful sunny morning uh we've established that all elves wake up at exactly the same time uh and are given to syncing their wake up times uh when there's more than one in an area um but we established that our first order of business to uh go rescue this lost child who you know has a name and a description but pierce doesn't remember uh, but we decide that since it's a moving forest, that clearly we should drop breadcrumbs as is traditional. So we went to go buy bread, uh, at which point Drac, or not Drac, goodness, I mean, I guess Drac could have done it too. Uh, but Willow, in this case, uh, did an amazing entrance accompanied by piping flutes and was just so compelling that they made this poor baker drop their tray of owlbear claws. Uh, and so we managed to walk away with a whole bundle of owlbear claws, mostly for free, and also some really less good bread. And so we enter the weirwood, the sun coming in at just the right angle as we dramatically enter the forest and into the shadows. Uh, and as we do so, uh, we eventually <laughs> we eventually run into the uh, very kind, uh, oh gosh, what was his name? Herder McGurder? 
Yes. Uh, we run into a centaur. <laughs> yes. We run into a very nice centaur who has his children, question mark, uh, who are anti-centaurs on leashes. Uh, we establish that they are very upsetting and very strong uh, and theoretically cannot see very well at all. Yeah. Uh, after bringing the centaur to tears with delicious owlbear pastries, which were really only on the ground for like maybe 30 seconds, it's fine. Uh, and um, then speaking with him, uh, Yusuf manages to convince the centaur to let the, the anti-centaurs roam free. Uh, and they end up bolting into the forest and definitely no horrific murders are being committed at this time by the anti-centaurs. Oh, yeah. Uh, along the way, let's see, Yusuf uh, gets shrunk uh, after flying up into a tree and then coming back down and failing to get all the way bigger. Um, there's like, you know, maybe some flirting and stuff, but romance isn't Piers's like genre, so it's going on over there. Uh, and we do manage to meet uh, a fawn uh, who claims that he knows nothing about this missing child until Willow yoinks him up into the air. Uh, after a, um, a very cordial discussion uh, and discussion of uh, flautists, uh, we end up convincing him to take us to his brother, Springhill Jack, the next morning. Uh, we spend the night figuring out our accommodations, which is to say we have one one-person tent among all of us. Uh, so, uh, Rowan sleeps in the trees, the fawn sleeps against, uh, the bottom of the tree, uh, and Yusuf and Willow pile into the tent. Uh, Piers sees a horrifying 30-eyed elk in the darkness, uh, passes this knowledge off to Rowan and then goes to hide under the covers and curl up next to Willow. And then, uh, Rowan has a very interesting encounter with a will-o'-wisp, which is actually the light of a giant forest anglerfish or something, uh, which speaks to her in the voice of her definitely not gay crush, Philomena. <laughs> uh, yeah. And after, after some very soul-torturing dialogue, uh, ends up letting her go. And so, yeah, the next morning we, we wake up bright and early. Uh, Piers manages to entirely interrupt the budding romance of Yusuf Willow. Uh, and um, we, we did some screaming exercises in the morning. Uh, you're amazing at recaps. Uh, I will, I'm gonna, you know, that was amazing. Um, that being said, there's probably way too much detail, but you know. Nah, it's perfect amount. Um, <laughs> your prescient die. Thank you for doing the recap. Uh, as a reward, your prescient die. You may re-roll that, um, and you can pick whichever one is more favorable for you. Um, or you can just take inspiration, whichever one. Um, that being, I already said, have inspiration. I'll take the die. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm very liberal with the inspirations. I just, you know, everyone inspires me. <laughs> um, <laughs> How do we give the GM inspiration? <laughs> No, oh, I don't want to it. give it to you. I know, that's bad. It. <laughs> it's going to buy us. Okay. So much inspiration already. Um, yes, so Perry, Parapoptafulava, um, he is guiding you all through the forest, and you all, you have really this time to ask any questions you will about where you're going. He promised that, you know, when you all woke up on the journey there uh he would explain 
exactly who you're eventually going to run into. So you all have this time to absolutely ask any questions, um, gain as much insight as possible, but from what you know, you're already on the way. Okay. So, Perry, um, I hope you don't mind me calling you Perry. Your full name is very difficult. But um, your brother is... What can you tell us about him? Is he a spellcaster? More of a flinging swords and axes around? Uh, I just want to prepare for what we might be coming up against and rather not take an axe to the face. Well, um, he's a spellcaster for sure, but he mostly just jumps around and uh, he hits people with daggers and stuff like that. Which oh. is why, and you see, he kind of turns, and he's got like a bit of a scar on his arm, and he's like, which is why most of us don't say no to him when he says he's gonna do stuff. I'm so sorry. That sounds very difficult. Does he also it makes me like? Glad to... I'm an only child. Hmm. I suppose there's less drama that way. Is he also the type of mage that likes to fall on the ground occasionally? <laughs> <laughs> never seen it. Never seen him do it. Never seen him do it once. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lexi. Oh, please, Lexi. No one understands. No one's gonna get that. I feel like I have to explain now. At least a bit. Before this call, I explained that my new favorite move while playing D and D is to drop to prone because it's a free action, and you're you take disadvantage on ranged attacks. And as long as no one's melee, you're doing perfectly fine. And I said, but it sucks with your DMing because you can't have your big bad like drop to the ground after doing a really cool spell. Like it's just so weenie. Um, <laughs> It's just so funny. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it done. No. He, okay, that's he good because a lot of my spells are ranged and that would be really difficult for me to hit. Um, so I'm glad that that's not a thing in his arsenal. We'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, Does I, he have any, like, embarrassing childhood nicknames? Um... Why would you ask that question, Pierce? Um, because people tend to get distracted when you make them mad. I mean, do we have to make him angry? Maybe we could talk to him. Has anybody ever tried talking to him? Yes, I tried talking to him, which is why I was running away. I mean, like, making him angry is part of the spell, but you're welcome to talk to him, that's fine. Um, well, he really hates it. He really, really hates it if you call him Jacko. Jacko. Yes. I would hear that too. Rubs their heads yeah. together. It's no Willow, the dragon slayer. So I, I kind of understand her. Are you really a dragon slayer? Yes. Actually, I'm going to pull up my shirt. <laughs> I'm going to pull up my shirt and show like the scar along my stomach from when the dragon bit me and go, yeah, we survived a dragon not too long ago. That dragon's still alive. Because we let it, we let it off, I think. We were doing really well. Right. Right. Really well. 
And that's why, um, if I recall, I think, Willow, you might have been the first one to pass that. I, it was a strategic uh, maneuver to just. Oh, like falling to the ground. It's kind of, yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's with this falling to the ground business? I just, (laughs) I'm not used to it. I heard that it was a wonderful battle tactic that some spellcasters use. So I just thought, you know, I'm not a spellcaster myself, so I just thought I would ask other people more adept at magic. Well, if spellcasters do it, then maybe, um, maybe I'll try it. Uh, and Perry literally drops to the ground. (laughs) It's not, it's like, you would think that like dropping to almost like a push-up is something everyone could do easily. It is not. It's very messy and it's just a loud (laughs) thunk in the middle of the forest. You you landed right on your stomach there. You didn't even cushion okay? the landing. Are you, you okay? It really hurt. I thought yeah. I could do that easily. I, I think but... we'll leave that one out of the story, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that's that hurt. Um, start standing up. Here, uh, here. Let me help you. Thank you. Um, listen, I I don't, and I need everyone to give me a perception check as Perry starts Ooh. speaking further. I don't know exactly why you all want to fight my brother. I mean, I know that he's caused harm, but I just wonder if it's the smartest idea. Because, I mean, all the rest of my family are going to be fighting alongside with him. And I worry about... I worry about you all. Wait, you didn't tell us that your family was going to... I thought he was alone. Everyone but me. I'm the. That's why I was running away. Oh, that's not good. Um, we I mean, if can... you're a dragon slayer, then it should be no problem for you. But it's you... it'll be no problem for us. We've got this. We've got this. It's, it'll be easy. Um, we will, though, at the very least, try talking. Mm-hmm. I do think that should be the first thing that we try. I mean, I know you said um, Perry up to my. I know that you good try. Thank you. I'm I'm so sorry. Um, I I I know that you tried to talk to him before, but I just think that perhaps it's messy coming from a family member, and especially if the rest of your family is in support of what he's doing. Maybe he felt a little betrayed or something when you went against him. So maybe hearing it from people that are not related will help. Maybe, but also I will say, as I said before, he is attempting a ritual. He's attempting something dark and dangerous. And when he goes for things, we tend not to stand in his way. Well, don't worry. And I'll put a hand on their shoulder and go, you've got God Slayers on your side. Really quick, everyone, give me their. What did you end of the story again? Yeah, (laughs) roll me. What did everyone get for their perception checks? Question: Is this a perception check based on sight and sight or hearing? Sight. Yes. Okay. Four. I got got a twenty-one. Twenty. I got eighteen. Yusuf, you notice around you as you continue to walk. There is a small, 
Uh, it's a little sheet of haze. After Perry stands up, it puffs to the side, but you start noticing a thin layer of haze um, covering the ground as you make your way further into the forest. It doesn't get thicker for a bit, but as you continue walking, you start noticing it is getting foggy around you. And even on a four, anything higher than a four, as you continue walking, you all start noticing fog. And the, the trunks of the trees start to grow. It is with a depth similar to the ocean. Just like trees, dark cover. Um, the leaves are also getting darker. The bark of the trees are like, it's gnarled. And just around you, you see nothing. Like at least before you saw birds at least before you could hear the sounds of nature. It's just fog and trees and endless forest. Does this seem I'm like I'm gonna whip natural? out the map. Um, yes, this is pretty normal. He cursed. He really, well, he cursed the warehenge. So, the closer we get to it, the more twisted it's going to become. Is this going to affect us in any way? Do we need to worry about... Not being able to see things, or seeing things that aren't there, or... Or mishaps of magic? It's the Weirwood, so you had to worry about those things before you got here? I That's see. fair. Okay. I... I, uh, I just know things are gonna get weird. I, there's... This weird, creeping black mold that grew on the warehenge, and it, it's... You, I think you'll be fine when we get, just try not to touch it, I suppose, but there's none of it out here, which is a good sign if we think about it. It's a good sign that we aren't seeing it now, but it's just a heads up that now we're safe, but in the future just don't touch it. Might not be. Okay. We we can handle mold. Do we have any magical vinegar? No. No. I forgot to pack the magical vinegar. Oh. Next time. Okay, well. Uh, Lexi, what's the, the Weirwood map looking like? The map, so as as we described before, it's almost like different sections of the forest are like puzzle pieces moving on this map. This is a map of misdirection. It is never going to be, tell, it's never going to tell you the truth outside of this forest, but it does show you the uh, true location of where you are. You see you are in the section of where the Warehenge is located, but you do see almost like a drop of ink spreading from the Warehenge the map is just slowly starting to turn. You are, like, though this section of the Warehenge is moving around this map and appearing in different places, you you all are, like, there. You're you're on that section. The section's not moving. Not moving in front of you. Hmm. Well, I suppose all we can do is keep 
moving forward? Just maybe be prepared so that if anything happens, we're not surprised. Yes, we will keep our wits about us. I'm sure of it. Um, <clears throat> and I think as we start moving closer and closer to the epicenter of this cursed area of the Weirwood, uh, Yusuf will start to, I think under their breath, um, start to say a little prayer to yeah. Isa. Yeah. Trying to invoke uh, the Valia's protection, not just for herself, but for the group as a whole. Yeah. Um, as you begin this prayer, I, everyone, whatever you would like to do as you're walking through, as you get closer to this place, um, whatever checks you would like, you can tell me if you're investigating, if you're looking through the mist for things, if you're, you know, uh, looking for arcana, if you're looking for emotions within yourself, any of those things, you can roll an advantage with this prayer protection around you. Okay. I think as we're walking, I'm going to... Um, I'm just going to look around more for anyone um, who, or anyone else who might be around, like scouts or just other creatures that might be watching and potentially be dangerous. Yeah. Um, and I think as I'm doing this, it's again like... Um, he caught a glimpse of it in the tent with Yusuf as they were sleeping. That is almost like uh, an aura, a tangible aura of a dragon guarding their horde as he, his eyes dart around looking for anyone and anything that might be a threat. Yeah. Um, something I just realized, I'm so sorry, there is haze around you and this is technically a terrain difficulty. Uh, so you would have been rolling your checks at disadvantage if it had to do with sight um but with this advantage you'll just be rolling flat that makes rolling sense flat. okay yeah go ahead and roll flat boop, boop, boop. not 20 nice. <laughs> excuse me stays winning <laughs> got so that w for winning willow Oh my gosh. Listen, uh, there's someone he's trying to impress, okay? Let him let them win. <laughs> You've been waiting for like two episodes. It's <laughs> disgusting. It's bad. I've never booed a player before. I've never booed a character. <laughs> I am honored. I am honored that I was got the first Lexi boo. This is history. <laughs> We're making history right now. Oh my gosh. Um you know, with a nat 20, I think something you notice, you immediately catch on to several distinct sets of hoof prints scattered about the area, but you see a set of small, spread out, very uh, deep impressions in the ground. And even you just noticing it, Perry looks at them and immediately like, looks up at you and gives you recognition like that's those are his um so you catch that i think there's also an unsettling feeling that has just like permeated the area and you hear a twisted melody on the panpipes and you look over and you see Perry has none out. But it seems to be floating around you. 
for just a moment, disappears. Yusuf I was wondering if this was going to turn into a flute off. <laughs> Another one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Piers and Yusuf, what, what are you two looking for anything? Uh, uh, I would like to um, make a uh, history slash legends roll uh, to see if I can think of anything that would be like anything pertinent to like the Weirhenge and anything we can utilize about it. Um, maybe something about like for lack of a term, the type of story that this is. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, like, what, what are some beats I should aim for? Yeah, go ahead and give me a Legends roll. Alright, that's... At the same time, uh, Yusuf is, I think, trying to taste the magic in the air, trying to understand a little bit more what kinds of spells, rituals, curses have been cast in this area um, that we can maybe understand a little bit more what we're up against. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That's a 19 for the legends roll. Woof. Okay. Um, What did Yusuf get? I got a... uh, Sorry, my brain. 22. Nice. Uh, So I think that these both of these... Uh, inquiries kind of tie into each other. But I think peers, I think there's a bit of local knowledge that you know that adds on to anything that Yusuf might figure out in this moment. So I'll give you this bit together. The Warehenge, I think I described this last session, it is a place of, uh, it's like this circular group of standing stones Um they're covered in like moss um, and they have like these pictographs that are sketched in on them, but they're, they used to be used for ancient powerful rituals. It is a place of reverence. It is a place that any fey resident, any weirwood resident can use this circle for a ritual so it is technically not with it's not outside of Jack's uh what's the word for it? Like it's not outside of the legality of the thing for him to be using it for a ritual, even with the like apparent human sacrifice that might happen sooner or later, which is why like nobody's really standing in his way. But the actual ritual that's going to happen or occur. This place is, it's its not the first time that, you know, rituals have, this big, have been tried to, like, or have been, yeah, attempted here. Um, I think the, the thing you find most appalling when it comes to the kinds of magic that was done here, there was magic that brought the weirwood to the more material plane. There was magic that literally copy-pasted this forest here. Um, And it was a very strong, powerful spell, but it kind of almost shattered the Weirhenge to do that. It's not something that, that, you know, it it doesn't happen every day. Um, And then something, too, about the magic that can be cast there, your mind intuitively jumps to, okay, if 
rituals are amplified here, if this is a place of reverence, then there's a level of reverence I could maybe bring to my spells in this place that might amplify them. Any spells you mm. cast. Good to know. Yeah. Um, just a point of clarification. Does that mean that the Weirwood did not previously exist here? That it was brought here by somebody performing a ritual at the Weirhenge? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. I think uh, Yusuf taking all of this in will convey that to Pierce and Willow um, as well. Yeah. In this moment. This is So have we considered that we here. can do a ritual too? Oh, sorry. We could. Though I think we would need to be at the Warehenge to do so. And it seems that's a little preoccupied at the moment. Yes. Yes, but like if there's anything we need to like undo or whatever, we could, you know, maybe between Perry here being a resident of the forest and then you with your your magic sacred dance and like, eh, I feel like we can make something work. If it's all called yeah, I think. root and mold and stuff, that that's just, that's not being a, well, a responsible steward. Yes, no, I think wherever ritual has happened or happening, we could reverse it. But I think our main objective might be to get Poke out of here. Um, I, for one, haven't done a ritual to this extent before, so I'm not sure I could undo it, but I'd be willing to give it a try, and I'd probably need all of your help if we need to. Same. I could certainly ask Isa for help, but... I'm not really sure uh, whether this is within my current capabilities, but doesn't hurt to try. It feels thematically appropriate. Yes, the story thing. Yes, okay. Also to answer you about what kind of story this is looking to be, it went from a lighthearted pulp fiction fantasy, like very fantasy, not pulp fiction, just like fantasy book to... Hmm. being a dark fairy tale very fast Mm. with the theme of that fairy tale being up in the air like the lesson yet to be learned which scares you a little bit it means there's nothing to predict (laughs) nothing nothing to enforce just yet and there's almost no rubric to hold anyone to because you you don't know what they're supposed to learn. Piers thinks on this and is like, okay, so if this is supposed to be a dark fairy tale, then mm-hmm. I feel like if we're not careful, Springhill Jack's going to take the narrative because as many fairy tales end with the heroes just dying terribly as they do anything else. I So clearly we, we, need, to, we need to lean into the story. I just, just be yourself, Willow. You're you're really good at like acting like heroy. It's- I mean, it's not act. I am a hero, but thank you. Acting. You, you can act and be things. It's fun. Okay, but speaking of acting, um, we did want to talk first, and at the very least, from what Perry said, talking might not go great. So maybe. I can lie. I can make it seem like 
it is in um, Jack's best interest to give us poke. Maybe lie about the numbers we have within the woods. Um, they have family. We can say that we brought our own as well. I don't mean family literally, maybe like found family or just other colleagues and adventurers. I'm just going to lie to them and say they're surrounded and they should hand over um, poke or things might get dangerous. What if we call that plan B? B? I um, um, he will not hesitate if he he can sense intent. It's very weird. Um, I don't. I don't is know. Is he an empath? He's an empath. Oh God, he's a dark. I'm. Empath. I'm very good at lying. I just. I. 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 I don't know if he'll give you the chance to speak. But if you feel like you can do it, then I believe in you. I think I I can do it. Just let me go up ahead. All of you can maybe position yourself within the woods around the perimeter of the henge. Just and if things go wrong, I'll be careful, Yusuf. Everyone, perception check. Uh. Is it with disadvantage? <laughs> yeah, okay. That's a total of one from Pierce. They're, they're very distracted disadvantage. by this. I rolled in that 20, but is that disadvantage? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> 15. I got a 12. Okay. Um, you hear Perry jump. You see him physically jump. And just, ah, um, it's, this forest is getting, I think we're getting closer. Um, I have to go. I have to leave you here. Yes, I, I have too much fear inside of me, and um, I, if my family knows that I was the one that led you to him, it would even if you defeat him, it would be, it would yes. be bad. so. Um, I, I really, really appreciate what you've done and what you will do, even if you don't stop him. But I am gonna run away. Um. Go be safe. Um, keep an eye out for the anti-centaurs. Apparently they're running um, and dangerous and oh, have bad, bad eyesight. Okay. I Sorry. Oh, gosh. Uh, just nervous stammering. Um, he is going to hug each of you, if you will allow him to. Um, Absolutely. Pierce is a hugger. Yeah. Each of you get uh, a bardic inspiration, which I don't know if that exists here, but I'm going to say it does. It just does. an extra. J- yeah, yeah, fun. Awesome. So just an extra. An extra uh, 1d6. Yes, d6. Um, yeah. To, yeah, you, whatever you want. Um, whatever you want. Haha. Um, and you watch your fawn friend disappear into the fog as the haze gets even thicker. Uh, Piers will, um, when Perry goes to leave, Piers will give him a going away owlbear claw. Um, you hear tiny little munches on like stale <laughs> owlbear claw uh, in the disappear into the fog, but cannot, you can no longer see him. Just here. Okay. okay. Willow, you have a firm track on these, on the, at least the path. Um, 
I'm going to have you make a survival check one more time, either survival or nature to, uh, and that's at disadvantage to yep. kind of trace your way through this forest one more time, but you so do feel a magical energy over okay. overwhelm you. Um, that is a 21. 21. Okay. Um, the haze gets extremely thick and you hear the pan pipes again, a dark melody, but you do see as you move forward, a large space, a circular patch of grass where the forest just stops and almost cradles. Um, and you see four stones forming a ring jutting out in almost like a crown um, placed upon this space. Um, and you see three children, um, three young people, including one that you assume is Poke, uh, kind of kind of just like sitting in front of each of these stones. Um, their arms are tied, but they don't look like they're in pain. They just kind of are sitting there. Uh, almost like scoffing and complaining but you do as you get closer you see this like black muck on the bottom of your boots and the ground gets soft almost to the point of like you can feel shit the shifting and moving of the other pieces of nature on the map and you hear a sick laugh you see in front of you six fawns that are kind of standing around waiting for this ritual waiting for something and you hear Jack kind of say "Ah, it's time it's time the ritual well I think it's time to start it why don't we just I want to I I, the moment we get to see the clearing I'd have held my arm out and told others to hide and spread out Mm-hmm. And I want, as I hear Jack start speaking, I'm just going to go, sorry I'm late, kids. Sorry I'm late. It's Willow, Willow the Dragon Slayer here. And he's going to just walk <laughs> just walk towards the henge. Um, it's like, I'm here to collect you, all three of you. Come on. Um, just very Willow, casually walk in. While Willow is doing that, um, just so that you know, uh, yes. Lexi as our narrator, where the rest of us are, um, I think in the sense of like go hide and like find somewhere to be uh yusuf is going to if i can because we're still in the weirwood and you said that the trees were getting thicker right yeah so i think like on the edge of the clearing uh, where there's still the tree line um yusuf is going to fly up into the treetops and try yeah. to get like an aerial view of the situation and try to see like okay like who all is here and what are they doing trying to are you monitor. trying to be stealthy about it yes Okay, go ahead and roll that for me. And then, uh, yeah, I what I will say, this is kind of maneuvering, or this is kind of um, acting as if a surprise round. So you all have, like, one action to do. Um, and that can be, like, making a check. Uh, and then, you know, object interactions, anything you want to do. So, Piers, what are you doing? Uh, so I am going to, like, try and stay out of sight. Uh, mm-hmm. And basically uh, fight pan pipes with pan pipes. And uh, like, do the the start of like the the hero has arrived music. Yeah. 
Amazing. To, uh, you know, establish the tone. Absolutely. Uh, and this is what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not doing the ritual, especially not with these kids. Um, honestly, you, you wouldn't want to do that. You're currently surrounded by a at least 50 adventurers because we had a report that our friend here and our point to poke has gone missing so we came to fix that problem stealth check from yusuf what did you get natural one humna willow willow can we check deception yeah i'm gonna use a bardic inspiration on this and I always have expertise on this. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. So on the bardic, I rolled a five. Mm-hmm. And on the actual. Okay. So, 29. 29. Oh, gosh. It's the duality. The duality <laughs> of the dice. <laughs> When I hear whatever Hamna does and goes, see? <laughs> saying, Piers, you can hear some of them. Pierce, can you roll me? This is some sort of charisma. I think you perform. I feel like it's a performance check. Um, and that performance can either be a straight up performance or it can be like um, an intimidation if that's what you want. Um, but I will say this is a group check and depending on if you succeed if you succeed we'll lend more towards Willow's lie if you fail it'll lend more towards Yusuf's <laughs> blunder <laughs> no pressure <laughs> uh, definitely oh, going with performance God. okay uh, and uh, that is a 16 16 good so Willow waltzes in and says this. I think Jack immediately looks at you and says, Excuse me? 150 adventurers, you said? Yes, some of the greatest. You brought them all here for the ritual? No, to actually end this ritual and collect our, our friends over there. And... A literal branch just like thunks uh, down <laughs> from over where Yusuf is. What I'll say is that some of the fawns turn up and see you, um, see you up in the sky. Whereas Piers, you step out and you're playing this music, and Jack, you see Jack kind of twitch for a second and look at both of you, and say, "Huh, the more the merrier, I guess." <sighs> Didn't want to have to do this, Jack. I'm going. To, I mean, if Jack doesn't seem like they're going to attack, I want to keep walking forward confidently. Towards you keep the walking forward. I'm going to have everyone go ahead and roll me initiative. Let's do this. As um, I roll initiative, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> Does it seem like he's going to attack? Yeah. Very clearly. Okay. Cool. Immediately. So you literally see standing atop um, one of the large stones. You see this small, roguish man with horns. Um, he's garbed in a tattered vest, a cape, and trousers. Very, very English looking. Um, His movements seem hideously quick, unnatural, and the very sight of his cruel grin chills your heart, as it does with the sight of his viciously curved dagger. You see before you, Springheel Jack. Okay. Let's do this. So, initiative in this system, um, basically you can... 
I think it's the same exact thing. Um, the ability check is usually dexterity. Yep. I'm, I'm down for it being either dexterity or if you want it to be like an insight situation, um, I'm perfectly okay with that as well. Yes. I'm not I rolled a 20. Oh, that was me telling you what I rolled. Oh, you got a five? Yeah. Mm. Of course you did. How the, not? The dice are first. I'm sorry. I got like two good rolls in in the beginning, and then it was like, so like that's never it. again. Pierce, what did you get? Seventeen. Seventeen. And then what did Willow get? I got a twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> Lexi is so rooting for Willow to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I think Willow has a diehard hater, and it's okay. <laughs> he should. Always me. Um, <laughs> a benevolent uh, Valia, unseen. Um, <laughs> what I will say is that I did roll. Uh, what's your dex modifier? Mine? Yeah. Uh, b- 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 plus two. Jack goes first. I rolled exactly a 20, but I got a plus three in my modifier. So, Damn it. Uh, you see that Jack and me says, I am going to interrupt you there and immediately use reflective re- um, reflexive spell lets me go first regardless. Okay. Um, and I, <laughs> as I see um, Jack move and go, no, no. And I'm going to use reflexive spell, so metamagic. Um, immediately before rolling in this ship, I can use two sorcery points to cast a spell um, of third level or lower. Um, I think as an action you have, it has to be before you roll initiative, though. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, I'll I just, think that's what okay. what you said, at least. Yeah, yeah, it's before. Okay, cool. Uh, Jack will hear you say no, no, and go, what? Do you have something interesting to say? Um, and he is going to jump up in the air and what we'll say, there's six fawns around him. Um, we don't have a map, so we're going to use theater of the mind. But essentially, like whichever ones you decide to hit, I like to using I like to use cleave rule from D and D. So if you're if you hit hard enough, uh, those hit points will spill everywhere. Um, but Jack is going to jump up in the air. He goes completely like 20 feet there uh vertical and he is going to toss a wicked dagger down at you uh willow okay that's gonna be 17 to hit 17 hits yes and then that's gonna be five piercing damage um and you hear him say go ahead and start the ritual to the other fawns, they all start humming and chanting in this language. Both uh, Yusuf and Piers know Sylvan, I believe. Um, you hear this almost like a hymn, like a hymn to an old god uh, recounting the events of bringing them here, almost calling forth the power again to branch their shadows outwards. Um, and these stones and these kind of lightly sketched uh, runes on the stones begin to glow. And the children all like start, they're like, 
what's going on? Like yelling and screaming. Not yelling and screaming. They're just like generally very... I, I, I love that I jumped immediately to yelling and screaming when I mean <laughs> they're generally like, what's what's up? What's, that, what's happening? <laughs> huh? You know, yelling and screaming. Yeah, yeah. Yelling, yelling and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're going to do a fun ritual. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm rolling an Arcana check for Jack. Jack only gets plus one to Arcana. But if he rolls a 20 or higher, then the ritual is going to basically consume a soul. Oh, okay. Yes. And we'll see what happens after that. It could be random. It could be one of the, one of the kids. But uh, I'm going to roll. I have to roll literally a 19 or higher. Um, let's just see what happens. Let's see what happens. I'm going to roll. I wish I could show the table. Okay, I rolled a 14. Um, so you see him starting to hum along with it and you watch like blue wisps coming from his mouth, reaching out towards each pillar, each of these four pillars. It graces the head of every single one of his fawn family. It wraps around all of you and touches just everyone and seems to loop back into these pillars. Uh, something wicked is among you. Um, that's going to be the end of his turn. We are around to Willow. Okay. Let me see what I can do. Um, uh, uh, I, um, so as I say, no, no. And Jack says, what? Do you have something interesting to say? I say, Yes. I would like you to flee. I'm going to cast suggestion. Okay. Um, perfect. Uh, that's a wisdom save for me? Uh, yes. Okay. Perfect. Uh, that's going to be a 15. 16 on the die, minus one. Ooh, okay. They make it. They save. Um, as that fails, I see... Um, I think as I say, I say, um, yes, I will actually like you to flee. As it's like very much like a draconic yeah. voice that comes out. And I think it's even in draconic um, yeah. as he says this. Mm-hmm. But you see the magic, which is like almost like a, a, the kind of fog that comes out of your mouth when you're breathing in a cold environment, kind of wash over them. And it tries to get through into the ears and the eyes and the mouth, but it's ejected as they make the save. And under his breath, he goes, ah. Thought it would work. Um, <laughs> you and... think you're so strong? Uh, Jack yells to you. I don't think I know, and I'm going to rush towards the other. Um, these are my movement to rush towards the other um, fawn. Yeah, the ones that started to sing. Yes. Um, and let me see what I can actually do with a bonus action. Um, I didn't separate them into bonus actions on my sheet and I'm oh. struggling. <laughs> um, I think that would be the end of my turn. So not, and I'll just keep looking to see what I can do. Piers, um, you are up and then Yusuf, you're on deck. It's Piers first. All right. Uh, so Springhill Jack and the other fawns, how close are they together? Um, so how I'm literally, how I have it 
like drawn out in my mind. There are the four pillars that are kind of, let's just, if you're looking at a map, just perfect north, south, east, west compass. And there are like three at the top half of this thing and three at the bottom half of this thing. Um, so you can aim wherever. Jack like jumped straight up into the air and is in the center of this uh, and is like 20 feet up in the air. Okay. But the uh, fawns, I wondering, I have a three fawns further from you. I have a 20 foot cube that I was hoping to put as many as possible in, but I think it's more important to get Jack, and I don't think I can get Jack and anyone else because he's 20 foot in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, you can still uh, get Piers some of these guys, they're, is... they're standing pretty close to each other. Um, you could still get like two at a time, I think. Okay. Well, I will get Jack and the two then. Uh, and I need a dexterity saving throw. Perfect. Uh, as okay. Spears cast uh, fairy fire. Is this so? This is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Uh, this is not a. This is a saving throw against a spell. Yes. Okay. So the fawns are. They roll a ten, but hold up, I got advantage on that because they're magical. Okay, and a ten and an eighteen, so they get a nineteen. The fawn does. Jack though. Mm-hmm is 16 16 mm. all right they both save uh so in a in also a somewhat dramatic show as Piers like essentially flings out what looks like fairy dust like green gold fairy dust yeah. and it scatters down except it doesn't stick to anybody so any objects or i suppose children that are also <laughs> affected by this uh, shed dim light in a 10-foot radius. Um, yeah, it is just a wonderful, uh, illusory nightmare in front of you. <laughs> um, it doesn't catch on anyone. The kids, you see they kind of just, like, literally just wipe their nose as the glitter gets everywhere. Um, Sneezing. generally complaining still. Uh, anything else you'd like to do? Um, I'm going to... Uh, use my bonus action. Actually, no. Um, Yusufari has it. I'm going to use my bonus action to pop a bardic inspiration of my own onto Willow. Nice, nice. Okay, perfect. Um, Yusuf, that's all up to you. All right. So you said that there were kids that were kind of like tied to these like pillars. The pillars, yes. Is it every single pillar that has them, or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He um, found and- a fourth, essentially. I see. And uh, which one is Poke tied to? Uh, the one that is directly north. So I would say you went up and to like the left of this whole thing and looked sure. down. Uh, so it's behind Jack. Okay. Uh, in that case, I think um, since Jack seems to be embroiled in this sort of combat with Willow and mm-hmm. with Pierce, um, I think Yusuf is going to try and fly, try to attract as little attention as possible from the people on, like the fawns on the ground and Jack himself, uh, and try and fly to that north pillar. Uh, and if I can get there, I am going to try to start uh, tearing away at the, or like undoing the shackles or the bindings of Poke. Absolutely. Um, so I think almost like. You can definitely use your move, uh, but this is almost like a dodge situation 
for your action, and then you can bonus action. Uh, I'll have you make this check to try to start, you know, getting rid of these uh, ties. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, actually, you don't even have to roll me a stealth check for that. I think you just are trying to dodge attacks, uh, so any dex saves against you would be at uh, disadvantage, essentially. So you fly to this pillar. Um, Jack is in front of you. I'm going to roll a perception check for him to see if he is aware. I'm going to do it at disadvantage because there he is literally being attacked right now. Um, 18 and a 19. Uh, so you see he's up in the air and he turns around with a spring to him uh, and looks at you and says, Oh, fun. More guests. And you are free. You are at this pillar. Um, so go ahead and make me... You can do sleight of hand. Sure. I will do a sleight of hand check. Yeah. Is a 14 sufficient? Oh. Yes. Okay. More perfect. than. More than. Um, you see, it wasn't tight enough to hurt anyone. It was just tight enough to make sure they couldn't like wiggle out of it. Um, you easily <clears throat> rip one open. Um, and Poke is just sitting there like, What's going on? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. This is really inconvenient. Well, yes. Uh, your siblings have been very worried about you. So as soon as we're done here, we're going to take you back, okay? I'm going to punch them so hard. They dared me to come in here and now I'm doing this. This is stupid. Yeah. And he sneezes and you see like black gunk come out of his nose. Oh. Um. Have you, has that been happening for very long? No, it started pretty recently. Okay. Uh, and I probably can't do it this turn, but next turn I'm gonna figure out what the fuck is up with that. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll me a medicine check if you would like. Oh, yeah. If I can, that would be amazing. And I'll give you the information on your next turn. <laughs> That's what's awesome. gonna happen. <laughs> I, I got a seven, so I probably don't learn anything, but... <laughs> oh, no. It's bad. <laughs> so sad. Uh, it's sticky. It's bad. Um, disgusting texture. Uh, worth exploring. So true. <laughs> it is now around to your besties, the fawns. Um, there are three of you. There, it's just going to be two attacks for each of you. Um, and hmm, what am I going to do? I think that each of them are going to try to run up to uh, to you and make attacks. Um, so I'm going to do. I'm going to roll two attacks on each. Uh, for Yusuf, actually, let me change the overlay. This is fun. Um, for Yusuf, we've got a four to hit and a five to hit. So neither of them hit you. Uh, you dodge out of the way. Where were those rolls when they were making saves? (laughs) (laughs) I know, I rolled a 19 and an 18 on the die. Who does that? Um, for Willow? Willow. Could be nat 20, just watch. Five to hit, roll the two on the die. And a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 plus three is 19. 19 to hit. 16 hits. Yes. Uh, that's going to be five points bludgeoning damage as they literally like stomp you into the ground with hooves. <laughs> it's a very okay. Right? <laughs> like, that's Lexi enjoying them. <laughs> that's Lexi. <laughs> it's literally a hoof attack. I don't know. I think there's one that like. Hold back of your knee, and so you drop down a little bit, and like bend forward, and the other one kicks you in the back. Uh, <laughs> and the back, the one that does damage. The other one was just the funsies. Um, 
<laughs> Pierce. <laughs> I just imagine Yusuf being a little tiny bird folk, like rolling out of the way of these hooves. It's just so cinematic. Um, Pierce, let's see what we got. Four plus three, seven to hit on the first, and then nope. 16 to hit on the second. 16 will hit. Okay. It's gonna be two bludgeoning damage. Uh, these guys kick up their legs and they start like uh, trying to kick at you, and it takes a couple of times before one actually hits you, and you're it's only a little bit of damage. Only a little bit of damage. Hey, Wind is not that, that was my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sorry, one of them says. Um, the one that hit you. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be back around to Jack, actually. Um, what is Jack gonna do? He's got a dragon slayer right in front of him. But <laughs> also, that could be kind of interesting. So he's up in the air, and you see he moves over to where Piers is. Um, and are you two, Piers, would you have gotten close to Willow? Uh, in the uh, effort probably of not initially her. because yeah, because I was um, I was playing background, so I assume Willow went like yeah. said that they kept going forward, so I assume I'm yeah, like, I went like straight forward a bit behind. Okay, I think that uh, Jack is going to go for you, Piers, um, and okay. sees someone similar to them when it comes to the charismatic kind um, is not sure of your capabilities but is going to fire a breath weapon at you um, I need you to go ahead and make me a dex saving throw alright oh that's an 8 an 8 okay that's you not do great. not save you're going to take 15 points of fire damage as he Holy. draws an arc in the sky, slices flame. You see it's tracing the tip of his wicked dagger. He brings it up like a match and <laughs> blows it in front of him. Let's out a wicked laugh. So you take all that damage and then he's going to toss this dagger again down at Willow. Um, seven plus five, uh, 12 to hit. That does not hit. Great. Uh, the dagger uh, immediately darts down to you. Uh, it nicks a part of your coat. Beautiful outfit you're wearing. Um, and immediately soars back up into his hands. And he says, time to try again. Um, and I'm going to roll an arcana check for him. We're going to see, like I said, 1920. 1920. He's trying to get this ritual off. Um, the ties of blue mist that touched each of you, uh, it glows a little bit as he does this. I'm going to roll this. I wish there was a way for me to roll for the board, but I don't have roll 20 set up. So we're just going to go for this. I don't know why I'm rolling this advantage. I rolled an 18. Very close. (laughs) Very close. He tries. You see his, his body lights up. Um, his eyes glow blue and you see a black cloud appear behind him uh, as he comes down to land and where he lands on the ground sickening black moss almost like puddles 
uh, just catch his footsteps, his hooves. Um, Willow, that is back up to you. And then yeah. Piers is on deck. Um, okay. A question about the positioning of everyone, because I yeah. know some people have moved. Um, if I had a 40 foot radius, mm-hmm. could I get everyone in it or the fawns in it? Yes, and all of your teammates, yes. I think it's going to be more of an issue for um, Pierce than um, Yusuf, but I think it's important. As I watch um, um, Jack blow this flame from their mouth and just go, <laughs> you call that a breath weapon. This is a breath weapon. And he's going to turn up, directly upwards, and breathe in like an in- insane amount of air no like his body shouldn't be able to contain this much and then blows into the sky as just frost and ice erupts from his mouth i'm going to cast sleet storm as a storm of sleet appears in the in the sky a 40 foot radius with that is 20 feet high um and everyone inside of it needs to make a deck save okay that's gonna be everyone um, I don't like it, including the kids. But whatever. No, the kids are the kids are fine. They've got steely resolves. Uh, kids are perfectly good. I'm gonna roll for the fawns first. Uh, this is is this a magical effect? Yes, because yes. you're casting a spell. Uh, the fawns are going to get advantage from a magical resistance. Do you know where I got a seven, so I'm pretty sure I fail. Yeah, so yeah. there's no damage. You I got a natural one. I know I failed. I got a 16 and a 13. Yeah, so what was it? Was it dex? Yes. 17 for the fawns. Gonna roll for Jack. Jack gets a plus three. He rolled a 10. It's 13 save. Um, it's a 14. Not <gasps> nice. Save. Jack does not, make the, does not make the save. The rest of the fawns do. So... I think so. If I remember, Jack is floating, so I don't think it really affects them. They don't fall prone. But what the reason why I'm doing this is because any creature concentrating on a spell that starts their turn in this radius has to roll a constitution saving throw immediately or lose concentration. And they're casting a ritual. So I want to make so every single one of them on their turn has to roll a con save to save. Or lose concentration on the ritual. Okay. Um, um, does it say what the DC is for the? Um, I'm assuming it'd be my spell DC, so 14. Okay, let's roll. Actually, uh, Hamna, could you roll for me? Yeah. I got a 10 on the die. Okay. So Absolutely <laughs> does not. Uh, go for it. So uh, he lands. He's brought to the ground, and you watch the blue mists start to swirl back to him and he says no I can't let that happen um but the spell seems to break for a second um and I'm just gonna concentrate on that as I'm going to I mean I also have to roll because I think I'll, I'd be in the radius as well so I'll roll that real quick I, I save Nice. Over 17. Um, and I'm just going to leave. I'm going to use the rest of my movement to get out of um, the radius of this spell so everyone else can deal with it. Okay, you're entering, you're essentially entering in a, uh, you're essentially entering in like, you're kind of like on the outer rings 
of the the summoning circle. Um, okay. Perfect. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, no, I still haven't figured out what I can do with a bonus action, so that's going to no be worries, the end of my turn. No worries. <laughs> uh, that's going to be Piers then. Piers, you are up. Um, so were right, you so not sweet storm prone? didn't inflict. Oh, um, sweet, sweet storm does not yes. inflict damage. It's purely to make concentrating okay, on spells harder. After movement, so, stand up. But that's good that. because Piers is very rough. Yeah. Uh, Piers is going to. Um, move to get out of the sleet and mm-hmm. then pop a um, cure wounds on themselves. Great. Go ahead and do that. Uh, is that an action? Oh, yeah. uh, by the way, I just realized, so I think I'd still be in there because it's also difficult terrain. This The ground is not difficult terrain. So yep. it's, uh, yeah, you yeah, are. So I think yeah. I'll still be in there. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um... So yeah, Piers was was looking real toasty around the edges, uh, kind of like, (laughs) kind of a a bad sort of pale rather than like shiny fairy boy kind of pale. Uh, But after that spell, they're looking much better. Perfect. Um, Okay, great. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Okay, Yusuf, it's up to you. So I would like to, um, seeing that this... uh, that poke is coughing up this I assume that it's the effect of the mold, right? Of the black mold that's in this space. I'm gonna just give that to you. I don't yeah. think it takes I don't think yeah. no failure is gonna stop that line from, you know. Uh, unfortunately I think the black mold starts out a bit of a ways away, so I can't really take poke fully out yet. Um but uh what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hold onto Poke's shoulders very gently and say, Okay, you're gonna listen very closely to what I'm about to tell you, okay? And you're going to okay. do exactly as I say. Why should I? Because if you would like to get out here and not be sacrificed to that guy, and I, like, gesture over to Jack. It's like camera pans over past the pillar, and we literally see, like, a flying fawn. Um, just magic everywhere. Back to you. If you don't want to be sacrificed to that guy, uh, then you, it would be well advised to listen to what I have to say. Okay, this is going to sound silly. Follow the breadcrumbs until you stop seeing the haze. But what if I can't see the the breadcrumbs through the haze? Then you stop where you're standing from the last breadcrumb that you can see, okay? And you wait there for us to come find you. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uses a full dash action to start running. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, are there any other kids on this pillar? Yeah, not on this one. It's like one to each. Oh, one to each? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make like a clockwise circle and just go east to the east pillar and do the same thing. Great. Um, so you can use your movement to get there and go ahead. Um, do you want to... I wonder... Hold up. I'm wondering if there's a better... Let's see. Um, I'll fly since I think I'm faster when I fly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um... I'm, I don't... There is, like, a high... difficult terrain. Yeah, there's, like, a hide situation. Um, a hide action, if you would prefer to do that. Um, so you would essentially just make a stealth check. That way yeah. that nobody could see you. Nobody's gonna attack you if they can't see you. I'm gonna do that and use the Bardic Inspiration for it as well. Um, so that is a 19. 
Okay, perfect. Um, okay. Passively, no one is able to clock you. So you make it to the next, you make it to that east pillar. Um, go ahead and give me that sleight of hand check. All right. Uh, that is a 22. Amazing. Uh, immediately, this kid uh, stands up and says, I had to go. I really gotta go. And I, I give this kid the same instructions that I gave to Poke. Um, with the added instruction of follow Poke. Yeah, for sure. Uh, immediately, skinny, lanky kid runs off. Um, anything else you'd like to do? Uh, unless you're gonna let me go to the South Pillar, that's it. <laughs> I think that's it, my friend. Um, we're gonna roll the fawns last and see what happens with these fawns. Um, but outside of so i think it'll just be three attacks to willow three attacks to peers um every all of the fawns have to make a concentration check to keep the ritual at the beginning of their turn so let me go ahead and do that um they do have actually no it's not them like specifically casting the ritual they're supporting it but it's coming from jack so okay. by stopping Jack, you've really like put a damper in it. They're kind of just okay, cool. like, helping. Um, they're going to try to do hoof attacks on each of you again. It's going to roll three, okay. uh, and we'll see what hits. So for Piers first, let me do a little overlay thing. For Piers first, we've got an eleven, a fifteen, and a nineteen to hit. Ooh, those last those last two will hit. As to hit. That's going to be eight points of bludgeoning damage to Pierce. Okay. For Willow, I'm going to roll free. Let's see what hits. We've got 20, uh, dirty 20. Um, sorry, my dog is being so cute. Dirty 20, an 8, and a 15 to hit. It's 30, 20, and 15 hits. Okay, let's do this. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh, I am bloodied. Oof. Um, these hooves stamp into you, uh, and your body begins to ache as you take these disheartening blows. And before we move on, we're going to go ahead and take our break here. Um, if you are interested... Yeah, cliffhanger, hanging from a cliff. Um, if you Thank are you. interested... <laughs> Thank you. Of course, of course. Um, if you are interested in this system that we're playing, this is a level up advanced 5e system. It is essentially a deeper, more flexible version of the 5e rules that you already know and love. The Kickstarter for the Adventure Path we're playing right now is up right now. Uh, it is live. You can absolutely like go check it out, buy it, uh, pitch pitch money to it. It's so great. Um, if you're familiar with D&D 5e, then the rules will be simple enough for you to pick out. Otherwise, you can check out the rules for free and in advance at www.a5e.tools. And I did it. Um, That being said, we will be back in some amount of time that you'll see on a counter. It'll be, you know, like (laughs) 10 minutes. Um, For sure. Yeah, that's it. We'll be back. Dancing with the music. It's just the fun thing to do. <laughs>
you know, when you're the CEO. Um, oh my God. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yes. For reasons, I am not the CEO. Uh, <laughs> I love for legal reasons. I think that. But you play one on TV. Yeah. Legally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> Legally I don't know. I, I love saying for legal reasons. I don't know. It's not like anyone's going to actually sue us, but I, I don't know. I find it very amusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for legal reasons, I'm not actually a sorcerer. I'm just playing a character here. For okay. legal reasons, I am not your narrator. Uh, my name is not Lexi, otherwise I'm a <laughs> and I am not your narrator. Um, <laughs> I am so excited to get back into combat. We are playing the Level Up 5e system. You know what? I said a lot about it so far, so we're just going to get into the, the, the magic of this thing um, and get back to combat. Before this, the players were fighting uh, Spring Hill Jack, a mystical magic man um, who is in the midst of a ritual trying to uh, sacrifice some folks and do some very bad things. Um, so let's get back into it. Fight music, let's go. Maybe? <laughs> This is like Let's get easy. ready to rumble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the WWE like... entrance that's coming in. Like, yeah, I need yeah. like what I really needed. I wish it, we were allowed to. I just want like get into it, yeah, to start playing. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, that is like my my walking music every time. Um, okay, I need to see you record reason. that video. It it definitely needs to happen because sooner sooner or later someone's gonna like slip up and I'm just gonna start playing it. I, I do play it quite a bit if I'm just like sitting in my house and something's about to happen, <laughs> I hit the play button. Um anyways, we're back around to Jack. Um Jack has to make another deck save. Starting I, off I remembered strong. I just remembered every everyone who starts in the Sleet Storm has to make a deck save as well as a concentration check. Okay. If they concentrate on the um, great. So that counts. Yeah, he's starting his turn. Uh, it's going to be a deck save, you said? Yes. Great. Let's see what it is. That's going to be a 16 for a 21 or 16 for a 19 uh, total. He succeeds. Uh, he is going to jump 20. He's going to literally vault up in the air and you hear wicked laughter. <laughs> Um, and he's going to roll to see if he recharges his breath weapon. Uh, Drac, I'm going to oh, have you roll boy. a d6 for me. Don't roll a 5 okay. or a 6. Okay. Okay. D6. Yeah. Music is I rolled a 2. I rolled a 2. Okay. He does nope. not. Okay. Does not get. Uh, oh, not the dragon music. Sorry, y'all. Sorry, that was weird. That made me feel <laughs> so <some> tricky. <laughs> 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 that made me worry. Like, here. like hey, wait, hold on. Hold I'm on. gonna say that was weird. I'm so I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> um oh my Suddenly god. Suddenly, Yusuf is blushing from across the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. So does not get uh, his breath weapon back. So you see, he starts to you watch literally fire grow from his heart and reach up his throat uh but it just emits to smoke um he is going to throw his dagger again now who to throw it at that is the real question i don't think mm, cannot see yusuf it's between Piers and willow sadly yeah. um i'm gonna roll i'm gonna have Savannah, roll me a d20. On odds, it's going to be Willow. On evens, it's going to be Peters. Ten. Okay, that's going to be Peters. Uh, jeez. 
Um, just Quick one question. They got it exactly 20 feet up? Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Did you have a reaction? It's music. No. I want to... Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Are they 20 feet up from the, the ground to the top of their heads? Or 20 feet up from the ground to the bottom of their feet? Hoof. 20. Perfect. That means they're outside of the range. They're outside of my... Um, uh, what's it called? Uh-huh. Thingamajig, my storm. Mm-hmm. And everyone inside the storm is obscured to him, so he has disadvantage on their attack. All right. So maybe, hopefully, that will help you, Pierce. Maybe I, it will. <laughs> I love the bargaining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it matters. We're going to do this. Um, that's a 15 and an 8, so that's only going to be a 13 to hit, Pierce. That, that hit. does not hit. Great. Yes. The dagger. Thank you, armor proficiency. It shatters through this uh, sleet storm. Uh, the, the orb that almost covers this place, it shatters through like glass. And even just doing that, you pierce the tip of the dagger as it comes down at you. And then it flies back up through, uh, back into his hands. Um, and he is just going to say, let's get this thing started once again. Don't, why don't we? Um, he's going to try to make another arcana check. Um, 19 or 20. That is a four. Um, does not work. So you all watch as he fails to connect to these pillars. Uh, that's going to be Willow. Your turn fully. I suppose I should start dealing some damage. Um, you have to make a deck save? Um, yes, I do. So I'm in there. Uh, my dex is pretty good. It's an 18, so I'm safe. Nice. Um, and also, I'm concentrating on this spot, so I want a concentration check as well. Yeah. 17, so I'm fine as well. Um, I'm going to look up and again take in a deep, deep breath. And as I'm, I think as this fire's been going on, I've been looking more and more dragon like. The teeth have come in, the eyes have started to glow, uh, a chain, they start to shift into a a icy cold blue as I look up and I'm almost like it's almost like you can't tell if I'm grinning or if I'm becoming so draconic that it's almost like my face has been pulled into a grin anyway because almost like a snout is being created Mm. as I look up and breathe and um, I'm going to cast magic missile as three blasts of pure energy slams into um, into Jack up above Um, and I believe that is yeah three okay so that is eight points of force damage okay as they slam into and this is no save or no save magic missile just automatically hits unless it's the short that. spell i love that um perfect first blood um damage perfect and i think he just yells i'm not feeling so good um as he's trying to take on Jack, and that'll be the end of my turn. Amazing. Uh, Piers, that is you up, and then Yusuf, you're on board. On deck. All right. Uh, well, I never stood up from the last time I fell on my ass. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to stay here because apparently being prone is the way to go. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I never thought I was prone, so Jack would have had a harder time hitting me. Prone is a key. Um, 
so um, <laughs> I'm a fair distance away from Willow. Uh, uh-huh. And it's difficult terrain. Uh, so Piers is going to suddenly disappear in like this swirl of like golden fairy dust and appear still prone right next to Willow in another like little. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got you. And like, like just sort of slap him on the leg uh, and will uh, cast Cure Wounds again. For eight, five, thirteen. Plus six, 19 points back. Oh, that is beautiful. I'm nearly back up to full health. And I look down and again, like very dragon-like grin. And I just go, thank you. And look back up at Jack. <laughs> Piers looks up and gives you the thumbs up. Go get him, Tiger. Exceptional. <laughs> um, anything else you'd like to do? Nope, that's, that's all my turns. Amazing. Just don't you forget step. your bark inspiration there, Willow. Oh, yes. Oh, you awesome. Yes, we got it. I will do the same. Seeing that um, there's two more children to secure and to make sure that they're safe in all of this, I'm going to go down to the south pillar, flying down as I do. Uh-huh. I'll make that deck save real quick to see if I fall prone. I got a 11. Track. You, you fall prone. Okay, well, I fall and down I will to also the ground. Say, I will also say the air counts as difficult terrain as well. Everything in this cylinder, 40 foot okay, radius, I see. 20 feet high, is difficult terrain because it's just a storm, basically. A bird slams into the ground. Just kidding. <laughs> a bird uh, in, falls uh, in the forest. <laughs> in that case, uh, my speed is halved to 15 feet now. Um, just in general, but then is also halved further because I'm going to get up. Yeah. So we're really looking at like maybe eight feet of movement yep. uh, as I try I'm to sorry. fly. <laughs> it's okay. As I try to fly to the South Pillar to get that uh, third child. Uh, you land in between the East Pillar and the South Pillar. Um, is are, You can... Yeah, go ahead. Are there any of the fawns near me where I end up? Yes, for sure. Okay. Um, I think seeing that I, uh, I think Yusuf like tries to fly against this sleet storm that is around flapping rare wings and it's just like buffeted with this storm with the snow and the ice. And so they kind of like recognize that they can't get very far and they kind of look to see and they see the fawns that are around them and I am going to um, make an attack roll real quick. Yes, do it. Come on, Adept. Does a unnatural 20 hit? Yeah, it does. Alrighty. Um, that is seven points of bludgeoning damage as Yusuf takes their fist and, like, clocks the nearest fawn. And I'm going to use one exertion point to do flurry of blows and to do two more unarmed strikes as a bonus action. Quick question. Wait a second. I have to be a nice, kind GM here. Okay. Nice, kind narrator. Are you in the interest of uh, of harming these folks? I think it's incapacitating. Just incapacitating. I think it is um, for the purpose of making sure that they are not in a physical state to participate in this ritual in this fight anymore. You slam to like you go prone. You stand up. The first like just cold clock like cold clock hit knocks out the first person. And you literally watch them as they fall down, 
they slam their head on another person. Uh, you're just doing an extra. They have six hit points each. You did one extra. <laughs> oh my god! The next to them. Um, so one is down, and you're gonna take this flurry of blows. What does exertion look like to you? I think for Yusuf, it's not necessarily a physical exertion as it is like a spiritual, energetic exertion that uh, sort of brings about this ability to push themselves beyond their normal physical limits. Mm. So I think Ray kind of settles into the part of their psyche where they feel the most connected to Isa and to this sacred dance. And I think you can see it in the way that Yusuf starts to move um, for these next two attacks. It's like watching a ballet dancer in a boxing ring. Wonderful. Uh, Live and uh, just absolutely deft in how you move around. Uh, The wind, though it whips around this space, it's in this difficult terrain, you almost punch through. I imagine the sleet storm, um, I mean, the spell is still going, but you were like punching through these gigantic like panes of glass uh, and ice as it falls down. You are shattering through, uh, streaking and making a pathway with your fists. Go ahead and roll to hit two more times. Oh, you're Me muted. Too. Oh, I was. I got a 21. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then a nat one. Oh, that doesn't hit. Oh. So uh, one of them does, again, seven points of damage. Uh, and the second one, I think the, like you said, there's this pane of, like, glass, right, that is in front of Yusuf that they kind of have to push through, through the storm. And I think they're able to get one through. But the... Uh, the physical... The resistance in the air prevents from being able to land that second punch and they kind of like whiff and miss. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There is just a moment where you look at one of these fawns uh, and as your fist clocks them in the face, they absolutely drop. Um, I'm going to make a morale check for this last one. So they're in groups of three because they were attacking uh, both Piers and Willow. They didn't see you. So I'm going to roll a morale check for this last one. Um, And you know what? Oh, I rolled a 19. Uh, they stick around. You see, they just go, ah. <laughs> just, <laughs> sorry, it was instinctual. Uh, and immediately like grabs their mouth. Um, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, I think Yusuf, when the uh, fawn just kind of goes, oh, sorry, just kind of goes, that's okay. Um, have you considered maybe not joining a, a cult of, of and just kind of is like just nervously talking to this Mere person. Um, check at disadvantage. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Okay. <laughs> um, that There's is a... Matter. That's a nine. Okay. Um, uh, it comes to their turn next. So you, you literally say this out loud and we watch the camera like literally swoop behind them from their perspective. This one fawn. Um, I rolled a five. Uh, to, you know, harden my own resolve. Absolutely failed, so your nine is higher than my five. Uh, this one just says, okay, yeah, it's a good choice, uh, and turns around, bolts into the forest. Um, there are only three left, but it is their turn. Um, they're each, they're gonna each attack one of you. Let's do it that way. So there's one that turns around and sees you, Yusuf. Um, they all need to make deck saves on their turn. 
Uh, so yep. I'll make one for all of them. That's going to be a 19. Um, they, they make it. What I'm going to do... One of them begins playing their pipes. You see them pull out this, these pipes in that dark, wicked tune you've been hearing. Uh, just echoes in your ears. Um, a terrible fugue. And what I need... I need everyone... Actually, Willow, go ahead and make me a wisdom save. Okay. Is this like a charm kind of thing? Yes, it is. Okay. Or a 16. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you make that two more times. Oh, right now? Yeah, right now. Okay. 17. Mm-hmm. 18. I always went up. 16, 18. <laughs> you hear these pans, each of them pull out their pans and as a reaction, like try, not even a reaction, bonus action, try to make you fall prone, uh, try to lure you with these sickeningly sweet fugues, one following after another. It doesn't work. Um, that being said, it's going to... <laughs> what's going to happen? Yeah, one attack for each of you. Uh, so starting with Yusuf... That is going to be a 10 to hit. Does not hit. That does not hit. Willow. 17 to hit. That hits. Piers. 14 to hit. Uh, does it matter that I'm pro? Oh, that I would be at if, advantage. If, I think... Yeah, I was going to say, I think they actually hit me harder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I rolled a natural one, so, so it's, it, it's going to be a 14. <laughs> A 14 meat, so that'll do it. Great. Okay, so for Willow, you've got four points of bludgeoning damage coming your way, whereas Pierce, you've got seven points of bludgeoning damage coming your way. Um, That's going to be back around to Jack. You know, Jack is just, Jack is just very dead set on this. Uh, Pierce... Actually, Savannah, if you could roll me a d6. Do not roll a 5 or a 6. Fingers crossed. Yeah. 4. Very Four. close. Very, so very close. Okay. Close. Uh, tries to regain breath weapon. Absolutely does not. Um, going to throw a wicked dagger at you, Willow. Um, after making... They have disadvantage. Unless seven, they bring... 17 deck save. Uh, um, okay, so the inside, yeah, okay. Uh, 17 makes it. Okay, so do they still but have they also, um They also have to roll a concentration check to hold the ritual, because I think they tried that again. Okay, uh, that's a four, so it... <laughs> sputter, like, sputters to a stop. Um, once again, he's getting more and more angry. He's going to go ahead and try to make this uh, attack against you. Well, so let me make a concentration check. Okay, I'm good. Okay. The first bit. Yeah. Y'all's dice is going nuts. Natural 20. Okay. You see. This dagger comes down and pierces you for seven points of piercing damage. But you see that the tip of the dagger stays in your chest and begins dragging downwards. You're going to continuously take 1d4 points of damage. Uh... 
until you're able to essentially like take it, take out the dagger safely. You'll have to use an action to take the dagger out. Um, he's going to try to start the ritual again. Arcana check. 19, 20. 19 or 20, y'all. Uh, Hamna, you roll it for me. Oh my god, okay. I know, it's scary! <laughs> We're Nine. scared! Nine! Okay, doesn't make it. Um, perfect. End of Jack's turn. That is around to Willow. So as this dagger jams into the chest of Willow, um, you kind of see him like stumble backwards and then almost slump forwards. And I think his demeanor has been gradually changing, but I think it's the most rapid change now that he's gotten hit. And you just hear him start laughing. And it's very much not his voice. Again, it's very deep, very gruff and booming as he's laughing and looks up and make, pays no attention to the knife, the dagger in his chest that is dragging downwards. And he's going to cast Ray of Frost at um, Jack. As I think as he again breathes in, you can even see some cold air leaking out from the wound in his chest as he breathes in and blows. And I'm going to make a, an attack roll. Lose the attack roll? Yeah. Um, I would a nat 20, Lexi. Right back at you. Um, so that is yep, 2d8. Yeah. Um... That is 17 points of damage, and his speed is reduced by 20 feet. Amazing. Um, 10 feet because of the spell, and 20 feet, another 10 feet because I am a blizzard draconist. Um, Amazing. Sor- sorcery point, and it reduces them by another 10. Um, um, he is more than bloodied. And I'm kind of swaying again on my feet, mm-hmm. and... Um, I think that'll be the end of my turn. Um, do I roll a d4 now or on his turn? Yes, go ahead and roll a d4. Uh, okay. Three points of damage. Okay, go ahead and take three. That's going to be around two peers. All right. Uh, so peers is one going to uh, start uh, humming a battle hymn. Uh, which means that I spend a point of um, bardic inspiration and I'm Uh specifically designating Willow as my audience. And so at the start of your next turn, you can spend a hit die. Okay. Nice. Uh, And then um, I'm going to like spend my, my movement, or half my movement to stand up. And then I'm going to use my action to yoink this this dagger out of Willow because apparently they're not going to deal with it. Go ahead. And I move. want. I will actually move away from Pierce when they try to pull it out, and I'm just be like, I've got this. Trust me. Here's squeeze dubiously. I, th- uh, I will say know, this is the most there's... serious he's looked before. He like clearly is like assessing you and is like, no, I I, I buy it. Uh, and instead, I'm gonna pop a cure wounds on myself. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then I'm gonna go. Actually, no, no, I'll, I'll stay upright. So 
So yes, Papa. Akira. You don't want to drop that into prone. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go prone. <laughs> Not even an action. You don't know, like oh back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Lexi. <laughs> I am going to drop down. I'm, I'm just gonna just gonna plunk down. Uh, I have a uh, specialization in tumbling, so I like to think I even work on purpose. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I'm, I. Again, that's we're on to Yusuf. What would you like to do, Yusuf? I would like to uh, finish going to the south pillar and yeah! do the un- unchain this child and tell the child the same thing that I told the other <laughs> children. Yeah, follow uh, the breadcrumbs. Follow poke. Okay, uh, roll me a sleight of hand check. That's all I'm going to make you do. The deck stuff easy. I, I think that like eighteen. Perfect. Okay, you get the child at the south pillar. You start, and you finally see that Jack, whatever haze was over him, and you watch as like black gunk starts creeping over his shoulders like a bad jacket. Just starts creeping over his shoulders, down his arms, wraps around his face, and he something was stopping him. Almost like the ritual itself was stopping him from seeing reality, but it being cast out so many times is causing him to see and he's like no no you can't stop this um but there's nothing he can do the third child gets up and runs off into the forest um anything else you'd like to do you have a bonus action oh, or you have an action god. left you had a bonus action to make that check oh my god I think with my action I'm gonna call out to Jack um, Jack! Don't you see? You don't have to do this. What are you even trying to accomplish here? I don't think you know anything about power, do you? If it's power that you want, there are other ways to get it. I... Let me show you. And Yusuf will hold out a hand. For Jack. Persuasion check. Ah! I'm not good at charisma. <laughs> I know, you keep trying though, and I'm so happy for you. <laughs> I'm just a little guy. Um, I got a six. <laughs> Jack flies down and he takes out another dagger as he gets close to you and drives it through your hand. Um, that's gonna be a 14 hit yeah well my ac is 14 so yeah Yeah, okay that's gonna be five points of damage piercing damage that's cool that's chill i'm okay uh i think yusuf like recoils in the with the pain um Mm -hmm. and like winces and there's like a like a sharp intake of breath but ray continues to look at him and I will cede my turn. Does uh, not break eye contact with you. At all. Willow, so when Willow sees Yusuf get hurt, because I think this entire time, until recently anyway, um, it's been like Willow and Jack. Yes, Just yeah. the entire time. And sees Jack hurt um, Yusuf. He just lets out a just roar that I think echoes even louder than it would have because of this storm. And the storm, I think, even rains down even harder as... Um, I'm not barbarian, but he rages. <laughs> um, Absolutely. 
<laughs> it's the emotional raging, you know? Yeah, yeah, the emotional rage, not the mechanic rage. There is a beautiful uh, essence of anger that coats you and absolutely makes your presence known in the sleet storm. Um, I think that's the end of Yusuf's turn. The fawns that are left, uh, one attack to each of you. There's three, three of them left. Uh, first one to Yusuf. They always right. need to make deck saves first. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Always, always. I keep forgetting. Deck save. That's going to be a 14 plus one, 15. They succeed. Yes, my, yes cool. 14. Yeah, this uh, first one towards Yusuf. That's going to be a 12 hit. That does not hit. They keep not hitting you and then hitting pure. Hitting <laughs> I like to imagine. <laughs> I like to imagine that Yusuf is just like dancing, like to dodge these uh, these blows that are coming at them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. It's like literally like ribbon day. Like you're just like truly ducking out of the way in such a way that like does not make sense to someone who does not know their own form. Um, this is a dance to you, even in the midst of the chaos of the sleep storm. Coming for Piers next. Five plus three, eight. They, to hit. they have advantage. I'm. S- oh, I, I'm oh. thinking advantage. Let's see. Let's I'm see. I'm still on the ground. A twenty-three to hit. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm forgetting because <laughs> I'm like, oh, going for right. is so cool. <laughs> going for it is awesome. <laughs> I wish you'd do it. Yes. <laughs> five. Oh, I, I feel like afterwards, Pierce is going to be like, Yusuf, I don't think this is good of a, a, a strategy. <laughs> I thought it was. Sorry, I just heard it somewhere. It's going to be five points of bludgeoning damage from a hoof. Um, last okay. one to Willow. Actually, last one is going to play Pipes. I need you to make me a wisdom save. Me? Yes. Okay. Wisdom. A nine. A cascading minor melody effortlessly weaves through the uh, the streaks of ice in the sleet storm and goes in one ear. It ripples through your scales, almost just like it, it, it feels like it knocks the scales off you. All of them, it clambers up at once. Um, you are a feared. Um, so you actually, no, you see all of your scales clamber up at once. And then in the silence of the moment where this anger once was, there's this like hollow moment. I don't know if you all have ever heard Willow laugh before, but suddenly the laughter is unending. You... Begin laughing for a whole minute and you fall prone and become incapacitated for the duration. So Sleet okay. Storm is going to drop, I believe. Yes, yes. Sleet Storm drops. Um, you fall prone. And you can basically go ahead and make that wisdom save at the uh, top of your turn. Okay. It's sad. It's so sad. Um, it's fine, actually. It's um, fine. It's for cool. this. I'm just, I was ready. I was going to laugh anyway. I was going to laugh next turn. So this is all fun. <laughs> I, I have a thing for really this. So, yeah. No. <laughs> I had a joke prepared, like to, so this is good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like to think Willow like falls prone next to Piers, and Piers is like, 
What are you doing down here? Yeah. I think just a booming, again, a booming laughter. Um, it's haunting. Yeah. The, the forest. Um, that's going to be back around to Jack. Jack is getting angry. Um, I need everyone to make me con saves. I need uh, a dex and a con save. Roll both of them, and you can decide where you put your uh, where, where you put your like highest roll. And con. Oh, I rolled eighteen for both. Okay, that's bad. Thirteen uh, for yeah, dex, no, six see. for con. Okay, uh, that is uh, a nine uh, for dex and a four for con. Uh, those of you who saved so that's gonna be definitely Willow on the decks Um, definitely Willow and definitely Yusuf Uh, you are going to take 10 half to 5 fire damage actually it's necrotic damage sorry it's necrotic damage so Piers is gonna take all 10 as you see the ritual little baby man so sad Um, you see the ritual fires off but not in the way you assumed it to be you see that the way it was going was not working so you watch as and Yusuf you see this eye to eye Jack whispers something and says something to himself almost making a deal and you watch that black mold completely cover his body and a, a sphere of this stuff whips around him, almost tentacled, and grabs onto each of you. So those of you who made the deck save, you are taking half of that damage. For those of you who failed the con, which is anyone but... Uh, anyone but... Um, so sorry about names. Anybody but Willow. Let me roll this. It's going to be eight points of poison damage. And you you are now poisoned. And that's in addition to take half of that damage? or do I just not take any? You take half of that. Okay. That whispering. Uh, so um, yeah. Firstly, can I hear what was said and secondly, does that feel familiar to the way that one would make a deal with a folia? Yes and yes. You you hear what was said and you hear almost a like this is the last stand I guess I'm yours um and and not even that I think it's that but you hear like a you said it was gonna go this way but I didn't believe you this is the last stand I'm yours whispered covered in black mold and there's just a moment that it, all, all of the spores, this necrotic energy reaches out, lashes at you. Um, yeah, and you recognize that would be, it, it's something something powerful. Got it. I will wait until my turn to act on that information. Okay. Piers, did you have anything you wanted uh, to do? Uh. <laughs> I'm making death saves. Oh, oh no. Okay. Um, what I'm yeah. going to do is, yeah, what, no special death saves rules here. You can just roll in front of everyone. Um, that is going to be Willow's turn. 
It's my turn? Yes, you can go ahead and make me a wisdom save to break Before this. Before I do, is this yeah. a an enchantment effect or charm effect? Mm, yes, I would say so. Okay. As you hear the laughing, it very suddenly stops. And he, I'm going to use philosophic mind. Your rationale shows your psyche occasionally. Once per long rest at the start of your turn, you can suppress the effect of enchantment or charm spell. Um, you're under for one round. And I just stand up and go, I don't really find you funny. As I, the laughter stops and I stand up. I want to take um, half a moment to stand up again. Um, and I believe that that is not an action. So I just do that. Yep. And then I'm going to cast... Um, I am once again going to cast Ray of Frost um, as I again breathe in and again you can see the cold air leaking out from the wound that the the dagger is leaving as it continues to drag down my chest and that is a 18 to hit that definitely hits Um, 4 eight points of cold damage and I mm, I'm not going to do that yeah I'm going to use one more um, spell point um, again so sorcery point to make that slow him down by 20 feet again um, and da, 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 da. that will be the end of my turn I believe and I'll take the 1d4 damage as well. Go ahead and roll a d4 Sorry. for me. Three points of damage. This as dagger I go down to one HP. This dagger continues to push further down into your abdomen. You stand up and there's a sickening silence as you stop laughing and all that's left is this empty ritual, an empty forest, and Jack staring at you, Yusuf, as the light leaves his eyes. You watch as this ray of frost, ray of frost beams over and (laughs) crashes into his back. The blade's still in your hand, your outstretched hand. You see his entire body get frozen. He falls to his knees, falls forward. And Springheel Jack is no more. You watch the mold almost double in intensity as he dies. I, as he falls to his knees... I think Yusuf is going to try with their one good hand, the yeah. one that doesn't have the dagger in it, to catch him a little yeah. bit, to steady him as he takes his last breaths. And Yusuf is going to ask, Who is it? It's. It's Seroth. It's always been Sarath. And I am going to try something here that I don't have a mechanic for, but yeah, I'm just gonna we'll ask. Throw it. Um knowing the name of the Folia that he has been making deals with, 
Yusuf is going to try and open that line of communication, that channel with Isa, and try to ask for a basically a Hail Mary, like I, I like I like I'll owe you a big one kind of favor to Isa to sever the connection. What I'll say, go ahead and give me an a history check. Okay. Just very quickly. Uh, that is... 17. 17? That history check, you pierce somewhere in your mind. Sarath is... You heard that name in your ears when Three-Fingered Jake was singing to you. And you know Sarath to be the dragon that you faced at the very beginning. Some sort of power courses within her that makes her someone to make deals. And with the last ragged breaths, time almost slows down to a stop. And you, I want you to, what, what do you say? What do you say to Isa? Do this Holy Dancer, you have been with me for a very long time now, and you have always protected me. I ask you to please help me protect this person. And I promise, I promise that if you do, I will be in your debt greater than I already am. What makes you think this person is worth saving? Aren't we all worth saving? You're clever. Even if I were to save him, something greater overtakes his mind. Even as we speak. Can we sever that connection? No. It is not us. He gave himself over to it. All you can do is protect yourself. I see. Then, would you be able to at least help? And Yusuf kind of looks around as Ray says this at the black mold kind of infecting this entire area. Yeah. The people of the Weirwood. I can do what I can, but this sickness, it takes to us all at some point. I believe you and your friends are strong enough to stop it from spreading to the rest of this town. But I will stop it here. Thank you. May we dance together soon. I cannot wait for it. 
Isa reaches out a hand, spins you around, and in a moment, you are back where you started. Time returns, and you see the other fawns that were left with their leader struck down. They run off. You see they're covered in this mold. They start coughing, running away. You are beside your friends. We are out of initiative. What would you like to do? I... Help. <laughs> I think... I have succeeded my first death save. Help me, help me. Yes, I know. I'm just trying to... Okay, I'm so sorry. No. But uh, I, in, I think right now, I think... Um, yeah, I know, it only makes sense. I think Willow's still in a kind of like fugue state mm-hmm. at the moment. And they've been like... I think it's dissipating, but they have been growing more and more dragon-like as time went on. And I think as they see Jack fall with the knife still in his chest, they're going to just kind of stumble over to Yusuf and help know if you're okay with it. Um, uh, just again, very much not his voice, very much a deep, gruff voice. Weakly wraps an arm, his arms around Yusuf and just mumble, mumbles very weakly, my horde. And I think he probably passes out, honestly. <laughs> like, on Yusuf before like slumping over and hitting the ground and uh, Yusuf catches Willow in rear arm one good arm because they still have the dagger in the other other hand and I think Yusuf is going to go over um, like try and carry or like at least like help bring Willow over to where Pierce is and kind of lay him next to them and well, at first I think just sit down and like slump down on the ground, very tired, very exhausted. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that um, Yusuf is going to do is I think uh, tend to Pierce and then to Willow mm-hmm. um, and try to bring them both back to some sort of stable condition to make sure that they are not actively dying. Yeah, make me a medicine check for the dagger that is in Willow's chest. Okay. You... That is 16. Absolutely. You see that this deck, this blade is barbed almost. Like it, it is not something like it is meant to hurt when you pull it out. Um, and it has poison in it as it. Yeah. Poison lacing the blade as you pull it out. You're able to remove it. And even though it hurts Willow, uh, you remove it. It does no more further damage. And with uh, that medicine check, I think you're able to help stabilize your friend. Um, maybe not awake, but stabilized. Um, for Piers, is Piers down? Or just like... Oh, yeah. At yeah, one no, hit. Piers down. Is, Great. Is death uh, yeah, it... Yeah, so go ahead and roll me one death save, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if this is a nat one, uh, I, the Piers is dead. was an 18. <laughs> Um, I do think that Yusuf gets you before then Um, and go ahead and give me a medicine check Yusuf another one 
Uh, well, this one's not as good. It's a seven. Roll me another death save, Pierce. <laughs> oh, no. no. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Oh, that's a nine. <laughs> Is that one, one success, one fail? Yep. Uh, Yusuf, make me another medicine check. <sighs> no, you didn't. Do you not have inspiration? No. You definitely have the inspiration. Do no. I? I thought I used it. Okay, you I'm gonna have use it because no. okay, you have bardic too. <laughs> no, I used the bardic. No, I used oh, the bardic did. already. Okay, I'm gonna use the inspiration because I just got a nat one, and that feels bad. Um, this isn't better. I got an eight. I'm really. I'm so sorry. The dice are really killing I mean, me. Here. It wasn't a nat one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm trying to think if it would be reasonable. I have a healer's kit in my bag. Uh, I'm trying to think if it would be I'm not proficient within it, but I could. Use it, well, if I you think... use it, you don't have to make a mess. Hey, check. can can you yeah. just slap me awake? Because I only passed out <laughs> thematically for the flavor. Can I wake up for this? Can we just say that Willow was waking up when I like helped them to stable? <laughs> that was a two yeah, everybody. I, swear to God, I don't want to be the reason the peers die. <laughs> uh, you slap Willow awake. Oh, Willow, wake up. <laughs> I wake up. I'm going to use a medicine check because I have expertise in it. Please. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I can't do shit. Well, I, you have a lot of inspiration. Yes. Um, I think you see, uh, as you like stir awake, you see Yusuf getting more and more anxious as they're over uh, Pierce's body. And they're not, they're not a medic. They don't know how to do any of this stuff. And so they, I think, are just freaking out a little bit very visibly as they're trying to help Pierce improve. And instead, it looks like Pierce's condition is getting worse and worse the longer that Yusuf works on it. They're so very poisoned right now. Like, they're poisoned. <laughs> um, I roll over to see this panic and just very aching and you can see, still see the wound pretty much still open in my chest yeah. spinning blood as I get down onto my I get onto my um, all fours and place one hand one probably bloody hand on Yusuf, Yusuf's shoulder and says I, I can do this um, I don't know what to do I I I, I, I it's okay. Um, I trained. Um, my dad taught me how to deal with this kind of stuff, and I'm going to do a medicine check. And I rolled a 18 for this. Absolutely Ooh. stable. You are As, perfectly good. Um, with shaky hands, I tend to the wounds. I think I um, pull out my medicine kit because I also have a medicine kit, mm-hmm. um, a healer's kit, sorry, and start working. Um, working to. Um, sew up and suture and anything I can the wounds in Pierce um, and then again the moments like it seems like they're stable I was like just cut onto my back again yeah. and just lay there for a bit trying to catch Amazing. my breath Amazing. <sighs> you this moment it does settle upon you all and you fall into slumber. Yusuf, you are the only one who sees this. But almost like a beautiful wind blows through this place. You sit there for a while. The only way to really recover is either a short or a long rest. You sit there for a while and the sun has gone down. It's, It's been 
been gone down. But you see that as you... This, this place is a place of shifting, of moving. And for a moment, you shift to a place where the sun barely peeks through the trees. It covers and coats this place as the black mold begins to spiral upward, almost like a wind cycloning it out. But you look down and you still see the bloodied handprint of Willow covered in black mold. You see peers as they sleep and snore draining as a liquid more of that stuff. And even you, as you look down, you see on your hand where you reached for Jack more of this stuff. And all that echoes in your ears is that idea, the one thing that was said, there's nothing we can really do, but I hope you can fortify this town enough to resist it. I think... I was just going to say, taking all of this in paying particular attention to my companions as well who are being infected by this black mold. I think because Yusuf still has that dagger stuck in rare palm, I think takes this time to wretch it out and starts to, I think, um, taking the hand wrappings that they normally use to fight and kind of using them as bandages instead to cover it up. Almost like sealing in the mold in the wound rather yeah. than allowing it to flow out. Yeah. If you allow it, Hamna, <laughs> as I see you do this, and I presume maybe it's adequate work, but um, Willow will very weakly grab your wrists and then pull himself up in a seating position and just goes, let me do it and he would properly wrap um rare hand Um, and as they do they just under the breath but very like anyone nearby can definitely hear it but just they Mm -hmm. just say what is with people's obsession with the valiar bringing them here i Hmm. some of them are beautiful you know. I know. Have you heard of my father, Mo? As he's saying this as he's rapping right hand. The stories I've heard. You know, the tales, the myths. I don't know how much of it is true, though. Most of them are false or exaggerations Um, there is one that has been circulating more and more that is true though which one I am Willow the dragon slayer the son of Avalia I thought I thought 
Nefalia haven't touched the mortal planes yet. They haven't touched the mortal planes willingly yet. My father wasn't willing. Who brought him here? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. He never went into the specifics of it. But in doing so, his power was quite greatly limited. He, he still is incredible. Some One of the best magic users on this realm, but by mortal standards. And Yusuf will take rare free hand and kind of reach up and hover it over Willow's face where the scales had formed and the teeth are sort of protruding out of Willow's jaw. And does that make you... Part Valia, I, I suppose so. I'm sorry, I had no idea. It's it's nothing really. Um, nobody that- really knows it. It's just as much of a rumor as everything else that circulates around my father. So I didn't expect you to know, and I would never have brought it up if Valia hadn't become such an integral part of our journey so far. It's not nothing, Willow. That means something. It, it Being Valia, I... That comes with... And Yusuf will look over at the remains, I think, of... Jack, covered in this black mold power but also with responsibility you talk about being a god slayer I can't help but wonder well my father didn't go into specifics but I I'm fairly certain the other Valya are responsible for his dissension. I didn't realize that was possible. I don't think he did either. Maybe I can, if you don't mind, maybe I can find out more about that. If that's something you're interested in knowing more about. I don't know. Um, this realm is all I've ever known, and I personally don't intend on leaving it. Um, but I don't know about my father. He doesn't speak much about it. If he was brought here unwillingly, I imagine he must be trapped then. Maybe. Uh, he is... He's a great father. Um, He's a great hero. And that doesn't always balance well with being a great father. I I don't know what's going on in his head. 
whether he enjoys his time here now or if he loathes it. But he is constantly on the move with his party doing extraordinary and incredible quests and missions and felling beasts that no one knew existed until hey, he hey, arrived. Hey. And That's okay. Do you want that life? There's definitely a pause um, as he asks that. And it's almost like he looks looks surprised at being asked that. Yes. Maybe. I... I don't know. Well... We have quite a lot of time to figure it out, I think, with all of this that we need to deal with, but for what it's worth, I don't want to be a hero. I'm just doing this because I need something that happens to be in the possession of a dragon that apparently is causing some sort of black mold to spread across towns. It's... Oh, this is... I. When you say black mold, I look down like at myself. Am I in covered in this black mold? Is it coming out of anywhere? Yeah, and I would love to, as this conversation's happening, Piers, I want to cut to you. Um mm-hmm. I bet I'm having some wild tech and dreams. You're having some weird dreams. How does Piers feel about falling asleep in the forest this deep? In as a general rule, perfectly fine. This deep in the forest may be somewhat hesitant. Um, but Piers generally assumes he's fine wherever he's at in the woods. You're stabilized. You're having weird dreams. I want to know, who do you think of? in these dreams like what the last dream you come to your your dreams are wild as always but there's always one final dream one final person that you think of before you wake up Who, who's that person mm, let's see um do you have a preference on tone no preference whatsoever uh well we talked about uh a dark elf um Fae touched knight uh, mm-hmm. that Piers sees as their rival. Yeah. So I like to think that in this dream, like they they've just been sort of mundane by Piers standards, and then in this dream, like they are considering that you know death might be an interesting adventure and maybe it's not so bad, uh, and then sees visions of this knight like accosting his friends and like causing havoc and hanging Isberry and it just makes him really mad and he realizes wait I have to kick that guy's ass before I die you see this dark like this this shadow elf knight sitting in the midst of the forest at a table the forest is burning around him and he 
takes the teacup, sips it, and looks at you and says, Would you like to have a seat? Pierre squints, comes and sits down. You know, we have this dream every night. Every single night. And starting to get tired of it. You're saying we need plot development. Something like that. Something has to move the story forward, I think. And it's you, or it's me. What do you say? I'm traveling with main characters, so clearly it's me. Fine. Just hurry up and find me already. We can get this over with. Squints again. You're not getting, like, resigned to this or something, right? Not getting what? Resigned. Like, you're you're not, like... I know, like... C- 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 like, come on, put up your dukes! Like, it, 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 it's supposed to be exciting. Come on. If... You can believe it. I've been stuck waiting on main characters, as you might like to call them. Nothing's this interesting where I am. Well, fine then. We'll bring the interesting to you. We're good at that. I'll count on it. And it takes another long sip. He's just going to sit in the forest with you as you watch the forest burn around you. It is all moments and it is one moment. And you wake up. I do need con saves from Yusuf and Willow. Okay. Synthetic 20, baby! (laughs) I got a synthetic 21. (laughs) Show off. It's not high enough. I love you. (laughs) How dare you, You black girl? I have have a bardic inspiration color. I do have bardic inspiration. I'm going to have bardic inspiration. Okay. 27. It's not high enough, babes. Damn it. in a wonderful beautiful plains around you tall grass waving and as you wake up you sit up each of you you look around you see no one around you when you stand you look ahead and you see a big house when you look around Nothing else, just tall grass and one house. 
What do you do? Uh, let's roll initiative really quick. What's a hit point at? Like, first of all, I want to ask that. Uh, okay. <laughs> exactly where you were before. Okay, cool. So I'm at six. Nice. nice. I'm at one. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Initiative. Okay. Is anyone out? Uh, okay. Cool. I got an 18. Anyone else around you? Okay. I rolled a 22. Okay. Uh, 17. Cool. Um, Willow, uh, you're first. What do you do? So I'm in a field. It's a singular house, and I can see my other companions still asleep on the floor, or are they also awake now? You are in a field. Tall grass around you. You see no one by yourself. Oh, I see no one. Oh. No one. But each of you, oh. this is a separate experience for We're each separate. of you. separate. Okay. You see a house. Oh, wow. <laughs> I shakily get to my feet as I put my hand to my chest to see, and it's I can still see the wound, I still see the blood. Mm-hmm. I'm still in pain. And I guess I, I shuffle over to the house. <laughs> I limp on over to the house. Okay. Um, that's going to be Yusuf next. What do you do? Seeing nobody else around, um... <sighs> The first thing that I do is I look down at my hand. Mm-hmm. The one that had the black mold on it. Mm-hmm. Does it look any different? Nope. Lexi, you're killing me. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so scared. Uh, okay. Yusuf, I think, is going to fly up as high as Ray can get and check to see how far out I can see and do I see anything else? Endless sky, endless plain, reaching a bound. You see nothing else but this one house. A dot. I will fly towards the house. Then. Fly towards the house. That brings us around to Pierce. <laughs> Does, is this house at all familiar to me? For sure. Absolutely. Do I smell pie? You know exactly who does this is. You smell... You smell the waft of pie, sickeningly sweet fruits. Also, a little something else, a little something magical that's tangy and not not a wonderful smell, but attractive in the sense of like <laughs> powerful magic spell components. Pierce thinks this is entirely fine uh, uh-huh. uh, and heads towards the house, whistling jauntily. You head towards the house. The second all of you get Bye. in the house, you see a woman. You see a woman hunched over. She looks at all of you and says, Oh, you finally made it. Why don't we... I mean, you miss your friends, right? I assume you're all hurt. But... uh I want to get you back home as soon as possible. So let's play a game. Willow, what do you say? And before you answer, something you see on the table before you, you see a red ticket stub, and you see a staff, a powerful staff in front of you. What do you say? 
I enjoy games. Yusuf, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> you see a powerful staff in front of you, and you see a, t- a dodecahedron-like, beautiful glass object sitting on the table in front of you. Yusuf looks down at these objects, looks back up at this woman. I've never been very good at games, but I'll play. And peers. What do you say? And when you look down, uh, you see a 20-sided, mm-hmm. uh, 20-sided glass relic, ancient relic. And that's all that sits in the center of the table. You see a pie. Pie. Uh, so you she poses having games like... Yes. Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. We can have pie first? Of course, anything for you. Peers will totally sit down for a game. Especially if there's pie. Each of you sits down one after the other. And that's where we're going to end this session. Lexi, I'm going to kill you! Lexi, Lexi I'm going to kill this you! This is a hate crime. <laughs> I'm going to kill you! What the... God I hate it. his acts. I put it again. <laughs> An abomination. Oh my gosh, this is this flute music is perfect. I am that is so funny. Um, what a fun, amazing, fantastic uh, game we've just had using the Level Up Five E <laughs> system. Um, you know, if you're interested in a. Uh, this adventure if you're interested in the rules that we're using the system that we're using the adventure path is currently live on kickstarter um someone said in chat hold up they said in chat that it is up for another x amount of days 13 more days. days yeah 13 more days please go and get this adventure path it is so much fun um but the system we're using is a level up advanced 5e system. This is a deeper, more flexible version of the 5e rule set you already know and love. If you already play D&D 5e and you just want a little bit more depth, uh, you want more ancestries, more cultures, um, interesting takes on rules and other fun stuff when it comes to uh, character building. Level up is the game for you. If you, you know, already play 5e, it'll be simple enough for you to pick up. Or you can go check it out ahead of time at www. A5E.tools. Yeah, we did it. We did it. That's <laughs> jazz, baby. Uh, uh, I saw you dead. reading something. I don't know if that counts personally, but. Uh, Drac, I'm just going to roll a d20 here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be an 18 to hit, and I'm going to do I'm sorry that, that misses. force damage to you. I'm sorry that misses. So. <laughs> Drag out here like my AC is higher than Tiamat's. Okay, <laughs> exactly. So, um, that being said, why don't you go first? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Who were you, and where can we find you? Yes, today I played Willow, Willow the Dragon Slayer, uh, or Willow the Dragon, honestly, at this point. Um, but uh, you can find me on Twitter at Draconics, that's D R A K O N I Q U E S. I'm a teacher, PG performer, producer, writer, everything and anything TTPG related. I am doing or will be doing soon. Um, uh, what do I want to shout out? Um, on Sundays over on Q Times, it's Q U E U E T I M E S um, at 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm in a campaign called The Cases of Costa Vega. 
which is a, a, a amateur detective kind of show, if you like shows like Psych or Monk, where people who are very strange people who either shouldn't have um, the uh, license to be detectives or definitely just don't have the license to be detectives are detectives anyway. Um, and, we, and we saw multiple cases by bumbling through them. It was a ton of fun. Um, on Wednesdays at, I believe, 1.30 Central, um, I'm over on uh, Captain Robear's channel. That's Captain R-O-B-E-A-R in a Pathfinder plus D&D 5E kind of mashup campaign called Stormforge. Um, we also were fighting a dragon in that, a, met- uh, a robot dragon in that one. Whoa, yeah, that's um, bad. Yeah, so if you want to catch that, we, we ended it at we finally hitting bloodied after a full session of fighting this thing. So we're going to probably have another full session of finishing it off next, uh, next Wednesday. Um, but yeah, that's everything I can think of off the top of my head. Amazing. Um, speaking of, you know, Amazing. Bloodied. Okay, okay. yeah, amazing. <laughs> 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 Everyone, this is what they tell you. This is why you go to improv classes. Speaking of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to improv. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they teach you. That's all they taught me. <laughs> is what? Wait, what? What did they teach you? I don't you know. Like is- drag. <laughs> so true you know if you can just say the joke but louder like yeah. you're done um, call that the white no you know what oh. <laughs> you know what? never mind oh hi my name is Hamna please take the mic away from me uh, I use any and all pronouns I am a TTRPG performer and producer uh, and you can find me on Twitter at hshahid underscore where I talk about all of the different projects I'm a part of um Today, we actually just released the Guria um, 8 uh, one-shot on the Nameless Domain YouTube. So if you missed it or you just want to watch it again because it was that good, uh, you should go and check out Nameless Domain over on YouTube. Uh, and it is up in two parts. Um, also, I just want to shout out that we are in the last, like, 10 days or something of the TTRPG Mutual Aid Raffle. Uh, we are at, I believe, about, like, 39% of the goal. Um, so if you are looking to win some cool ttrpg related prizes getting gm'd by amazing people for a private one shot getting a d20 custom made by nanagon dice getting some overlays dramaturgy sessions art character art um then you should join the ruffle uh you can find more information about that over on my twitter as well it is my pinned post uh so yeah don't miss out on that amazing um god thinking of you know speaking of things we cannot miss out on you know, Savannah, <laughs> you, you and Remy, it's all you. <laughs> Getting better, I'm learning. The whole me. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm Span Broadway, and I've I've been your uh, nearly very toasted to death, uh, Eladrin Bard. Uh, you can find me over at Twitter, at Purple Gnomling, uh, and you can find uh, Remy over at, at Wreck It Remedem. And uh, if you're interested in the whole level up system, then you should totally subscribe to the Gate Pass Gazette. I'm applauding the Gate that's Pass it, Gazette. It. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I, you know, nothing. Uh, <laughs> how dare you? No, no, don't do this to my friend. Do better. <laughs> you know, speaking of Gate Pass. Gazetting, girl bossing, gaslighting, <laughs> thing. 
It's just me. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, my name is Lexi, otherwise known as Black Girl Mage. I've been your narrator. This is not my story, but I'm having so much fun. It is kind of my story. I'm throwing some mold into the story um, that was not there before. So, you know, <laughs> if you hire me, you might get black mold. <laughs> That's what I can, say. can that be your tagline? Can you put that like on a business card? Like, black gold mage. Black gold mage. Black mold. Black mold. Black mold mage. We need to make it a thing. That is black mold mage. Yes, that is the, black that is the pitch. Mage. That's oh truly the pitch. Um, we missed Madeline tonight, but uh, you know. I truly enjoyed running this story. You can find me over on Twitter and Twitch under the name Black Girl Mage, where I am professional uh, game mastering. I am having fun highlighting my friends and the cool things they're doing. Um, definitely the the mutual aid raffle. Please give to that nameless domain. Such a freaking awesome space. Um, and also, I'm the dungeon master for the all black HBCU inspired strict saving campaign called Strict U. More news on that coming soon. Um, that's the only Twitter's the only way to tell where I'm. You know what I'm doing because at any point in time, I'm operating in different places, um, appearing, GMing, and I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I appear in a Taco Bell. That's what happens. Um, oh my god! <laughs> it's amazing. Um, that being said, please go check out the Kickstarter. Please go check out the system at www.a5e.tools. I wasn't looking at anything that time, Drac. Um, <laughs> it was wonderful to play games with you all and have a wonderful night. Bye. Bye. Bye.